Hi, this is Dan. Thanks for listening to my podcast. I trust that it will encourage you and build your faith. If you'd like to connect with us further, our website is revivalnow.com, and you can find us on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram, all at Revival Now Dan Steep. We have the Revival Now app that you can download at your Play Store, and if you use Roku, you can find us on Creo TV. Enjoy the podcast and share it with a friend. Welcome to Spiritual Talk. I'm Dan Steep, and this episode is being brought to you by Valara with Active Pure Technology. If you'd like to know how you can get an FDA-approved NASA-used technology in your home, business, or car that reduces 99% of airborne and surface pathogens, including mold, fungus, bacteria, including staph, and viruses, including SARS-CoV-2, email info for Valara at gmail.com. Thanks for joining me for this episode as we ask and answer the question, who are the 24 elders in the book of Revelation? Bible prophecy has um, always been important to, to understand, but I've found that the interest level in Bible prophecy in the days that we're living in is, is very elevated. Uh, people are hungry and interested. People can see uh, what's happening in our world around us. They can see the signs of the times, and I find that both believer and unbeliever alike are looking for answers about what's happening in the world around us and where this is all headed. And so I've committed myself to uh, teach more and more on Bible prophecy. So for this episode... We're going to ask and answer the question, who are the 24 elders in the book of Revelation? The answer, the the biblical answer to that question has relevance for everyone, I promise you. So we'll begin by reading from the book of Revelation in chapter 4, beginning in verse 4 and reading through verse 11. Twenty-four thrones surrounded him, and twenty-four elders sat on them. They were all clothed in white and had gold crowns on their heads. From the throne came flashes of lightning and the rumble of thunder, and in front of the throne were seven torches with burning flames. This is the sevenfold Spirit of God. In front of the throne was a shiny sea of glass sparkling like crystal. In the center and around the throne were four living beings, each covered with eyes, front and back. The first of these living beings was like a lion, the second was like an ox, the third was like the third had a human face, and the fourth was like an eagle in flight. Each of these living beings had six wings, and their six wings covered all over their six wings were covered all over with eyes inside and out. Day after day and night after night, they keep on saying, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God, the Almighty, the one who always was, who is, and who is still to come. Whenever the living beings give glory and honor and thanks to the one sitting on the throne, the one who lives forever and ever, the 24 elders fall down and worship the one sitting on the throne, 
the one who lives forever and ever. And they lay their crowns before and say, and they lay their crowns before the throne and say, You are worthy, O Lord our God, to receive glory and honor and power, for you created all things, and they exist because you created what you pleased. And may God bless the reading of his word. In Revelation chapter 4, beginning with verse 1, this is a clear departure from the first three chapters of the book of Revelation. The first three chapters of the book of Revelation deal with the church age, and that age comes to an end right here, right in between chapter 3 and chapter 4. The scene shifts in chapter 4, beginning in verse 1, to a, a heavenly vision, which we read in large part about just now from Revelation chapter 4. It shifts to a heavenly vision because this is the point at which the rapture of the church occurs. You see, the church was referred to 19 times in the first three chapters of the book of Revelation, and then it does not occur again until the last chapter of the book of Revelation. The reason is because the rapture of the church occurred at the end of chapter 3, and it shifts to this heavenly vision in Revelation chapter 4. You see, the 24 elders around the throne in chapter 4 are a picture of the raptured church. And that's why we no longer see the church talked about from this point forward until we get to the age of eternity at the end of the book of Revelation. Now, Jesus said in Revelation chapter 3, verse 10, he said, because you have obeyed my command to persevere, I will protect you from the great time of testing that will come upon the whole world to test those who belong to this world. Well, the church, the body of Christ, doesn't belong to this world. Jesus promised that he would keep his church from the hour of trial. And how did he do that? By rapturing the church out of the earth and we see the first picture of the raptured church in Revelation chapter 4 with these 24 elders who are around the throne. There are 12 distinct references to the 24 elders in the book of Revelation. Uh, I'll read them very quickly. Uh, you can always uh, rewind or go back and listen to the broadcast at another time, but those 12 distinct references to the 24 elders in the book of Revelation come from Revelation chapter 4, verse 4, and verse 10, chapter 5, verse 5, 6, 8, 11, and verse 14. And then in Revelation chapter 7, verse 11, and verse 13, Revelation chapter 14, verse 3. I miss Revelation chapter 11, verse 16. And then again, chapter 14, verse 3. And then chapter 
19, verse 4. There's a commonality within these scripture references. All are identified after the rapture of the church, which takes place at Revelation chapter 4, verse 1, and before the second coming of Christ in Revelation chapter 19. They all take place during the seven-year tribulation, where we don't see the church because it's raptured, and therefore we see the vision of the 24 elders. From chapter 4 forward, the pre-tribulation saints are in heaven, and they're enjoying two major events that take place during the tribulation, the marriage supper of the Lamb and the great white throne judgment. Now, we're asking and attempting from a biblical standpoint to answer the question, who are the 24 elders in the book of Revelation? There are three main views of the identity of the 24 elders. One is that they are angelic beings. Another is that they represent the totality of the church. In other words, the 12 tribes of Israel plus the church that was built upon the 12 tribes apostolic pillars. And then the third view is the church, which is limited to those who are saved before the rapture and before the great tribulation. Now, I want to share with you why I do not believe that the 24 elders in the book of Revelation are not angels. I do not believe that they're angels. And here's some reasons why I believe that the 24 elders spoken of in the book of Revelation are not angels. The first reason is that they're called elders. And the word elder comes from the Greek word presbyteros, from which we get presbyters or elders deacons. It's never used to refer to angels. The word presbyteros in the New Testament is never used to refer to angels. In fact, the Greek word for angels is angelos. That's the word we get from which we get the word angel, which refers, it literally means a messenger. So, one of the reasons why I don't believe that that the 24 elders in the book of Revelation represent angels is because it doesn't use the word angelos in the original language and in the earliest manuscripts. And angelos is the word for angel or messenger. It uses the word presbyteros, from which we get the word presbyters. And elders, an elder refers to, in the Bible, men of age, character, and experience. Now, another reason that I don't believe that uh, the, the, the uh, 24 elders in the book of Revelation refers to angels is because of the golden crowns that are worn by the elders. The golden crowns are an indication that it refers to men and not angels. In the Bible, crowns are never promised and never given to angels nor is there any place in the Bible where an angel ever wears a crown. 
crowns in Scripture are, are, are victor's crowns. They, they have the connotation of being victorious or overcoming. These are crowns that are earned by those who had won victory. And that is always men and never angels. And the 24 elders, they sit on thrones. But never in scriptures, anywhere in scripture, are angels seated on thrones or are angels ever seen in a ruling position or posture. I want to call your attention to just a couple of the references to the 24 elders in the book of Revelation. One comes from Revelation chapter 5, verse 9. It says, And they sang a new song with these words, You are worthy to take the scroll and break its seals and open it, for you were slaughtered, and your blood has ransomed people, not angels, people for God, from every tribe and language and people and nation. And so based upon what I've already mentioned to you, Revelation chapter 5, verse 9 can only refer to the redeemed. Ransomed people of God from every tribe, language, people, and nation. It says they were slaughtered. Can only refer to the redeemed. How about Revelation chapter 7, Revelation 7, verse 11, and it says, And all the angels were standing around the throne and around the elders and the 24 living beings. So we see here that the angels stood around the elders. That's why I believe, just more evidence, why they do not represent, the 24 elders in the book of Revelation do not represent angels. Now, they also do not, I don't believe they, that they represent Israel and the church. Some people call this the totality of the church. The 12 tribes of Israel plus the, 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 the church uh, who followed the 12 pi pillars of uh, the apostolic teachings. One of the reasons why, well, let me say it another way. The 24 elders in the book of Revelation do not represent Israel and the church. And we begin to understand that by understanding the two main reasons for the tribulation period. You see, uh, the 24 elders now appear during the tribulation period, but they're not participating in the tribulation. They're already exalted with God in heaven. The two main reasons for the tribulation, one is to punish and judge the ungodly for the sins of the nations, and the other is to purify, protect, and preserve God's judgment with the Jewish people. The Bible tells us that in the end times, all of Israel will be saved. So here's the problems. The 24 elders are pictured in every passage as already receiving their rewards. Robes, crowns, they, they're, they're pictured as already receiving their reward. And, and secondly, the Old Testament saints will not be recognized and rewarded until the second coming of Christ. And that doesn't happen until after the tribulation. 
Currently, the only thing that has happened is the rapture of the church, thus ushering in the age of the great tribulation. Israel's not in heaven during the tribulation because Israel is being redeemed during the tribulation. So the 24 elders in in heaven, in the book of Revelation, cannot represent Israel. Those that are raptured, caught up with Christ, they're in heaven. And Israel is still in the earth during the tribulation being purified. Now, why do the 24 elders represent the church? I want to share with you some some biblical um, ammunition, if you will, justification for why the 24 elders in the book of Revelation do represent the raptured church, which represents those who have been saved from the day of Pentecost up to the point of the rapture. Those who are redeemed during the church age. Revelation chapter 4, verse 4. Twenty-four thrones surrounded him, and twenty-four elders sat on them. They were all clothed, get this now, they were all clothed in white and had gold crowns on their heads. The 24 elders in the book of Revelation are pictured sitting on thrones, wearing or being clothed in white robes with gold crowns on their heads. The people that are promised those three things in Scripture were overcoming believers. Let me give you some scriptural support in Revelation 3.21. Those who are victorious will sit with me on my throne. That's Jesus. Revelation chapter 3, verse 5. All who are victorious will be clothed in white. Revelation chapter 2, verse 10. If you remain faithful, even when facing death, I will give you the crown of life. That the 24 elders in the book of Revelation are described in the same way as overcoming believers convinces me that this is the most likely option. The 24 elders represent the raptured church. The 24 elders are a delegation that represents those saved during the church age. Now, there will be people that are saved during the tribulation, but the 24 elders in the book of Revelation are a delegation that represents those who were saved during the church age, which runs from the day of Pentecost in Acts chapter 2, verse 1, up to the rapture of the church. Now that's me. I'm a part of that number. And that can be you as well. If you're listening to this broadcast and you've never actually 
accepted Jesus Christ as your Savior, and you don't know, you actually don't know that if Jesus came today to rapture his church out of the earth, you're not sure that you would be a part of that number. I'm going to give you the opportunity right now to make sure that you are counted in the number of the raptured saints who are then represented in the book of Revelation by the 24 elders surrounding the throne in heaven. You do that, here's how it happens. First, you have to recognize that you've sinned. The Bible says that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Then you must repent of your sin, which means to turn away from your sin. When you recognize your sin through the, through the eyes of God and the damage and destruction that it has brought into your life and the lives of people around you, it leads you to turn away, and that's what the word repent means, to turn away from your sin. Recognize your sin, repent of your sin, and then when you turn away from your sin, who or what do you turn to? You turn to Jesus Christ and receive Jesus Christ as the Savior and Lord of your life. And I can lead you in a very simple prayer of salvation. And if you'll repeat this prayer after me, you can ensure yourself as being a part of the number that participates in the rapture of the church. The Bible says, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Just pray this prayer after me. Say, Heavenly Father, I admit that I have sinned. I believe Jesus died for my sins. And he rose from the grave to give me victory over sin and death. I confess my sinfulness. I repent. Please forgive me of my sin. Come into my heart and make me a new person. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer with me, welcome to the family of God. The Bible says, whoever calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. And when you prayed that prayer with me, you called upon the name of the Lord. So by the authority of God's holy word, you're saved. You're born again. And you're on your way to heaven because you have Jesus in your heart. If you prayed that prayer with me, please go to our website at RevivalNow.com. RevivalNow.com. If you go to RevivalNow.com, there's a big red box on the front page of the website that says, I just got saved. Click that box, and it'll take you to a place where you can do a couple of things. You can view some video resources that I've prepared for you to help you get started in your Christian life, and you can fill out your contact information. And if you fill out your contact information, I will pray for you by name, and I'm going to send some resources to you to help you get started in your Christian life. So go to RevivalNow.com, click I Just Got Saved, and follow the prompts. Thanks for watching this episode. I trust that you've been blessed. This episode is brought to you by Valara with Active Pure Technology. If you'd like to know how you can get an 
an FDA-approved NASA-used technology in your home, business, or car that reduces 99% of airborne and surface pathogens, including mold, fungus, bacteria, including staph, and viruses, including SARS-CoV-2, email infoforvalara at gmail.com. Thanks for watching this episode. Stay tuned for more episodes as you can catch me teaching the Bible to everyone who wants to grow and be encouraged in the faith in these last days that we're living in. Until then, be blessed in Jesus' name.